0: Season two of the pod. Season two. We are back. We are back. And to, better than ever. That's right. To our millions upon millions of followers, we appreciate mm-hmm. you waiting while we were on summer break. I got a lot of angry comments in mail Yes. Uh, so did when I. we were going to do the second so season. So did I. It was quite a bubble in the paycheck that the two of us receive mm-hmm. from this podcast <laughs> that we get paid for. With an <laughs> upgrade in a booth. Um, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. New booth. If... You guys couldn't tell? Yeah. Welcome back to C Squared, the podcast of logical fallacies, ad hominem, and hot takes, most importantly of all. The one so, where we
1: rehearsed the intro beforehand, so it sounds
0: perfectly natural and smooth. That's right. Every time, it's always the same. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Ethan and I, at the end of the last pod episode, if mm-hmm. you all remember... Ethan, if you remember, yes, what I we do. decided what we were going to do is talk about The Falcon and Winter Soldier because we both hate it. Yeah. We both mm-hmm. hate that show. But it's been so much time since that episode. We thought we were going to get to record another one. Didn't get to. Mm-hmm. So here we are today. Ethan had the idea of instead of talking about The Falcon and Winter Soldier, there's been so much new Marvel content produced recently Yep, that we're just going to talk about all of it. And here's the kicker. Instead of us coming up with like hot takes about it, Neither of us really know what the other thinks about everything that's been put out. So we're just mm-hmm. going to kind of throw out our thoughts. Or about the upcoming stuff, too. Right, or about the upcoming stuff. There's a lot that's got
1: right. to come out. Spider-Man well.
0: trailer came out yesterday. That mm-hmm. was pretty whack. Yeah, so
1: for people listening in before like the 10 other things that are going to come out this year, this is being recorded... Right before Shang Chi and Legend correct. of the Ten Rings comes out, and right after the Spider-Man Three trailer dropped. That's so right. That it's quite, the current state. That's of right. That Spider-Man
0: Three trailer literally dropped last night. Mm-hmm. Big old reveal with the whole multiverse thing. But this, there's actually a piece of news, Ethan. that yes. I want to kick off with, um, and just see what you think about it. Ask a okay. question about it. So, in recent news, Scarlett Johansson mm. is has filed a lawsuit against the Walt Disney Corporation. Yes. Because, if I'm understanding the situation correctly, you can correct me if I'm wrong, Mm -hmm. Uh, what happened is in her, because she was one of the, or she was the executive producer for for, uh, Black Black Widow, Widow. wasn't Mm -hmm. she? Yeah. So, in her contract, it said that they were not going to put the movie on Disney+, Plus, Right. For a certain period of time because she would not make any of the profits from Disney Plus. From what I
1: understand, her contract stated that she will make a percentage of the profits from the box office. Okay. But then, because of the whole scenario going on, obviously, with the pandemic still going on and the Delta variant... Um, Disney decided to put it on Disney Plus as well, okay. which means that there's like half of the movie's revenue right. that she is that not, not getting, getting a percentage from because yeah. it's not the box office from the theaters. It's subscription right. money from Disney right. Plus. And so there's money. Not only did Black Widow just lose money because it's also on Disney Plus, but all of the money that it gained from Disney
0: Plus, she is not getting she's a percentage She's not getting from any of it. it. Yeah, okay. Point being, Disney basically carved a giant piece of her salary and she's suing them for it. So mm-hmm. here's... Uh, I don't know that I really care about this piece of news, like for what it is. But here, here's my question to you: Just curious, what you think about this? Do you think that this story is indicative of maybe um, what might be happening to the Marvel Cinematic Universe at large as we move forward from uh, Endgame? Um, Are I- things starting to? deconstruct a little bit.
1: I, I don't think on the Marvel side... Because I, I don't think this was a Marvel decision. This right. was a Disney, Disney decision. decision. And I don't know how much you've been following, but recently uh, the CEO of Disney, uh, ex-CEO, Bob Iger, Bob stepped Iger. down, and a new guy, Bob Chapek, stepped up. And oh, it's wow. pretty well understood. I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, so this happened, like I think, in the last two years. This is very recent. Okay, But it's a pretty well... Um, I don't know what the word is. It's just a pretty well-known thing, or it's pretty—it's agreed upon by most people right. that Bob Iger is was one of the greatest CEOs of all time. Yes, he, was. Um, he prioritized artists yes, and he did. Um, you know uh, making sure that the movies are, were of quality. Yep. Whereas Bob, Ch- Bob Chapek, um, known as Cheap Chapek, uh-huh. I've read, uh, is much more concerned with uh, profits and yeah. making things cheaper and making more money. Which you would think,
0: because mm-hmm. in in Disney's history consistently when you have CEOs who jump in and are more concerned about money than they are about putting out quality content. Yeah. The Walt Disney company has suffered every single time they've had a CEO Mm -hmm. like that. Well, I think it's, I mean, that philosophy is
1: one of the reasons Disney, I think, has become one of the biggest brands ever because they prioritized, you know, firstly, Bob Iger not only is he a great leader, not only did he cut through cut out most of like the red tape that corporations and studios like these have to go through to make things, right? right? He made it easier for creators to make things, things that they wanted. He made sure that they put quality first. Yes, mostly he did. Mostly. And
0: he delegated. Like, yeah, he, he delegated He let things. the people who were good at their things so do their things. So I think
1: that this is more indicative of the leadership of Disney, of Disney and taking over. Because even Kevin Feige, who is the leader of Marvel, the Marvel studio, even right. he um, mm. expressed you know, displeasure in the whole Disney Plus thing. And right. I'm pretty sure, it actually has been a well while since I've read it, so I might get it wrong, but I'm pretty sure he took the side of Scarlett Johansson and... You know, is is not is not for the Disney Plus move. I think this is more indicative of Disney taking Marvel and kind of like right controlling things and right. trying to you know maximize their profits. Right. Well, now I would agree Disney with you. Plus. I think like Disney Plus is right. the priority
0: for them right now. Well, yeah, that's true. And I didn't know about the leadership turnover, but that actually mm. makes a lot of sense. Well, okay, yeah. then I, at least that we know the Marvel Cinematic Universe is not falling apart, and if it is, not because of that specific instance. So let me just. Uh, just gonna run through the list of uh, new content and just yep. just hit me hit me with your first thoughts. Okay, from w- WandaVision. WandaVision, I probably the best of the recent stuff. I agree. I would say,
1: all right, uh, uh, my Fa- favorite Falcon Winter Soldier. You know we've made our opinions public on <laughs> yeah. that one. I hate it, and the reason we didn't do our pod specifically on that is because I didn't want to rewatch it to refresh yeah, myself. Yeah, I know. On me neither. Honestly, it is horrible. I don't think I could. I don't think I could get through it again.
0: No, no, I couldn't. Yeah, that's yeah. we'll just leave it there. All right. There's a reason we're talking about Marvel we and have not Falcon the sta- Winter Soldier. Yeah, that's a good point. We have mm-hmm. put a stake in the heart of that one. Yeah. All right, uh, Loki. Um I was really hyped for it, yeah. you know.
1: And I loved the first two episodes because I liked the idea that it was going to be like a show, but then it just turned into another 6-hour movie, Right. if that makes sense. Um, I really liked the idea of a Time Cop Loki show. I, me too. Because those first two episodes really lean into that. And I was really excited. Yeah, they really did. And then did. it just kind of turned into, you know, another Marvel And it was like a really unique Marvel movie. Right. You know, they delved into some really cool wacky sci-fi stuff, which you know right. I love. Yes. Um, me too. But it just wasn't what I wanted from it. Right. It was still good, I think. Yeah. And also, I was disappointed that it felt like by the time we got to the end, its purpose was to set up other things instead of just being good on its own. I know. You well, know.
0: and I have something I want to say about that in a minute, yeah. but I want to keep talking about Loki mm-hmm. just for a second. I One thing that I said about the show... After episode three and four, and please understand, I'm not making a political statement with yeah. what I'm about to say. But I I am growing really exhausted with the way that Disney writes most of their female characters in superhero movies, like, specifically. It's mm-hmm. the reason that I love Black Widow and Wanda so much. Yeah. Because those ladies in the franchise, they're real strong. They've got lots of good things to contribute, and they do. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not just side support characters who just kind of absorb, you know the 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 conflicts between like the male characters. Like they yeah. have opinions that are real and authentic, and like they contribute well, in ways that are really valuable. and they're also real characters. Yes, so it's, like struggles, and, and that's and what flaws I was just about to say. Is yep. they're not these one dimensional because he, here's the problem.
1: Mm-hmm. Here's
0: the problem with the way that Disney tends to write female characters. They take all the things they don't like about stereotypical men characters and mm-hmm. like action movies or whatever and whatever you think about that it doesn't matter to mm-hmm. me because uh, they, but anyways they'll take their list of things they don't like and they'll just slap it on a woman character and call it equality which is <laughs> which is stupid and yeah. so with with Loki what it felt like to me is once it stopped being a buddy cop show I was a little disappointed but then I was like okay Loki and this girl Romance, I guess, mm-hmm. maybe something will happen here. And they kind of introduced the female character in her first episode, and then she just kind of flatlined the yeah. whole show is how I felt. Because that's what Disney does, and it was really, it was annoying to me. I I don't hate, I did not hate her character. I didn't I, no, I, I, I didn't, didn't hate her either. I didn't like her character no i was bored with her yeah because they didn't really give her anything and really by the end of it
1: and it's not even about how they write female characters it's more just like i could tell that they she was just a tool for them to use her to set up the conflict in the later stuff right she was written specifically so that they could set up her going against our loki and you know killing the villain and starting the next setting up the next wave of movies and shows i will say that's what bothered me more was that you know, just on a story writing sense, she felt like a tool and not yeah. a character.
0: I will say, I, did, I, I didn't I did think, well, I was really worried about what they may do with Loki in the show and his mm-hmm. character, but I really liked, yeah, he's great. Uh, yeah, he, he was really awesome was. And when it was a buddy cop show, it was really it was awesome. It was really
1: awesome. Those first two episodes, were. it was what I wanted. Yeah. And that's why, I, I mean, you remember, what, it I was was what hyped. they
0: advertised. I was
1: hyped. I was texting you. I was like, this is amazing. Remember? Yeah. And, um, it was great, and then the last four episodes, it just turned into something that it was just wasn't what I wanted. But right. a lot of other people, it loved also it, so.
0: was not what was advertised. Yeah. And I will say, for what it was, I thought it was still good. I, I liked too. it. I really liked the ending, mm-hmm. a lot. I was disappointed, but not because
1: not like I was disappointed in Falcon and Winter Soldier. Right. Disappointed in that I wanted one thing and it was different. Right. But I can still look at what it was and be like, well, that is still good. It's right. just not. It's just what not what I you wanted. wanted. That's you know very I mean? fair, yes. What I wanted was the first two episodes, but for a whole season. Right? right. But I'll always have those first two episodes. Right. So so let's hit the rewind button a mm-hmm. little bit here. Um, oh, and then the Black Widow movie. Yes, course.
0: yes. That also came out. Yes. Can we put a pin in that just for yes. one second? Because mm-hmm. I want to actually throw out a hot take about WandaVision here. Okay. My only nitpick with the entire series is just I would talk about the good stuff, but, you know, that's not most of what we do here. That's so. true, <laughs> yeah. The, I think everything about Wandavision practically was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very unique. It was special.
1: Except, do you know what I'm about to say? Is it about the thing we've you've already you've ranted about several times? Yes, it must be. All right, go ahead.
0: I cannot fathom mm-hmm. why the writers of that show were surprised that fans got upset about the Quicksilver tease. Yeah, it blows me away. They they pulled the X Men actor mm-hmm. in, put him in as Quicksilver, yep. and then their response was, "We didn't, ah, we didn't mean to introduce any any uh, multiverse or anything. We're you know it's just a meta show. Mm-hmm. It's the most meta show that we've ever done. So this was just, it was just meta commentary. Yeah, using this specific actor for this specific character, it was just meta commentary, and it made me angry. What I Quicksilver is my
1: favorite. What I think it was is they just did it on purpose. They just didn't realize like how
0: rabid the fans would be. I know they did it on purpose. You know they did Mm -hmm. it on purpose. It was a great
1: like it was a great tease. They subverted what they set up something and then like tricked us,
0: which I thought was kind of cool. I didn't but other people were like I was pretty upset. What on earth man I thought it was cool until you know they they revealed that he was just Ralph Boner with a necklace on. Which Mm -hmm. didn't uh, that didn't even make any sense to me. Yeah. Why did he have superpowers?
1: I think they thought they thought they were having fun. And they just didn't realize how seriously yeah, we would take it. Right. If that makes sense. Well, I, like, I can imagine while right. they're writing it, they're thinking this is like a really good in joke. Like, this is a great right. reference. This is a really cool Easter egg, you know? No. And, you know, they just didn't realize how big it was going to get as the show was going well, on. Well,
0: frankly, it was a really cool Easter egg. It was yeah. a super cool mystery until I realized moments before the reveal actually took place what what was happening, that yeah. they had basically just grabbed me by the throat and dragged me through four episodes of mystery and then ran my face into a brick wall. Yeah. You know? But it's okay because they did all that <laughs> metaphorically. <laughs> metaphorically. Because it's just a meta, it's meta show. It's meta, meta commentary. It's just meta-commentary. Get it?
1: It's not a real brick wall. I still think that WandaVision is the best recent marvel project and i think it's kind of more that type of stuff that really kind of experimentalist totally different unique like that's kind of what i want right from marvel these days right um which if we're looking at if we want to segue a little bit and talk about a little bit about uh, upcoming stuff it seems like they're leaning more into some more
0: experimental different flavors do you want to talk Um, about black widow first yeah we can talk about black widow okay yeah
1: out of the stuff that we've seen yeah I think we're both pretty much in agreement on it. I think we are. Yeah. Go ahead and uh, go ahead and hit, and hit them with your thoughts. Yeah. I think we're both lukewarm on it. Yeah. Um, I, was luke, I was lukewarm on it, which is a big deal for me because I thought it was going to be terrible. Yeah. But it was pretty good, and so I, I thought surprised. it
0: was going to be really good, mm-hmm. and it was. Is pretty good, pretty good, yeah.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we both really loved the first half,
0: yeah. I, yeah, I did,
1: yeah. It felt like a Jason Bourne movie, yeah, it did, which was really cool. Just because Black know, Widow is Marvel, five yeah, because Black Widow is kind of like Jason Bourne, yeah. Well, yeah, she's a spy, yeah. I mean, there's I mean, plot, I, there was there were plot and fight scene similarities that just reminded me of yeah, Jason there Bourne were, so much, especially which is really cool
0: where she fights her sister
1: in, in the, the apartment. apartment, yeah. It reminded me of the Paris sequence, uh, yeah. And, we're huge Jason Bourne fans, yes, for those are. of you who don't I can't know.
0: believe we haven't talked about that on the pod. I know. Well, we, we have should. a little bit, because you talked yeah. about
1: Bourne in the in the car chase. Oh, I did. Episode, that's, that's, that's right. right. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That's yeah. right. So that was really cool.
0: The second half got a little bit more cartoony. And it got, it a, some, it got a lot bit. more It got a lot more cartoony, yeah. As in, it pretty it's, much felt like a live-action cartoon. Yeah, it started as me. a gritty spy movie in the Marvel Universe, and, and then, then it, it turned into... <laughs> Well, yeah floating sky fortress <laughs> right fortresses oh man that was
1: really out there yeah which i'm down for but just like when you switch from a gritty spy movie to that I it know. is weird. It, you know? it was
0: a yeah it so as when they got to the house it's like they changed gears real real yeah. hard but that being said i still like the movie yeah, I I didn't mm-hmm. like it. Then there was some stuff in the end that was cool. I thought yeah. her whole face off with Dravich was about the most anticlimactic thing, yeah. Maybe ever. They took a piece of her character that's always been really mysterious and cool, and frankly, super dark, and they turned it into this like you're talking about her past, yeah. And, past? and they took turned it into like this tropey children's cartoon. Yeah, you could smell my pheromones, so okay. it prevents you from committing the, violence against. The me.
1: biggest thing for me is that. Blackwood did something, and I talked about this with you. Is they did something that movies do that I hate, where they set up a conflict, and then halfway through, when you're wondering how they're going to get out of it, they flash back to before, yeah, yeah. and the characters have already figured out how they're going to get past right. it. They it takes, just, didn't, they just right. didn't
0: tell you. It takes all the tension away. And
1: so there's this whole scene where you're like, well, how is she supposed to attack this guy? And then it just flashbacks before they got captured, and they go, oh, well, here's how you stop this guy. And then it cuts back to the present, and she's like, how? Oh, yeah, I've actually been on top of you the whole time. Slams her face to me. It it just, yeah, and then she <laughs> breaks her nose. To me, that's not a Blackwood thing. That's like when movies do that. Yeah. I just think that's I think it's, it's just a weird way to do your climax. Yeah. You know? It really is. So yeah, so not perfect. Tallying up so if we want to pull back now that we've kind of talked more right. specific. Zoom out. Um we have two one show, one project that we really love. Yes. Two projects that we were lukewarm on. Yes. And one that's just outright bad that, is that we
0: hate. A dumpster fire yeah, that I just can't it's, stand. It's the, I mean Marvel confines aside it's the worst tv series i've ever seen in my life man i don't know i just mean maybe and, I, and i'm being i'm being yeah. as objective as i can be i'm not lining it up to anything marvel from like even just from a mechanical standpoint like yeah. the editing and oh, and writing that stuff bothered was me as much so as the writing weird yeah the I... action what little of it there was was like impossible to follow and not exciting it was terrible so, I think with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the two big
1: things that people judge it on is, or that we, that I kind of judge it on, was the writing, which
0: we didn't like, because the right. whole thesis of the show we just disagree with. Right. Also, I, I think my bigger problem, even though I did disagree with the thesis of the show, mm-hmm. um, is that the thesis of the show, like, was not clear. Like, they no. had moments where they were so overtly saying one thing. Yeah but then they did things with characters that completely went against what they were saying they were going to do with the characters. To me, listen, even if it was a show that was arguing for something that
1: I disagreed with, that is not enough for me to say that I hate it. No, me neither. The reason I didn't like what they were saying with the show was because they were manipulating pre-established characters and stories to fit their argument. Right, to fit an in and yeah, it. An and internet. that is what angered me more. Yeah. Like, if you wanted to, like, honestly, if you wanted to make, you know, the arguments or statements they make in that show, that could, for Marvel, that could be really ballsy and could be really interesting. But to take a character like Sam, who's already been pre-established, yeah. and to, like, manipulate him and events from past movies, and also Steve, as an extension. And also chick, um, What's her yeah, name? Uh, Sharon. Yeah, Sharon. To, like, her. manipulate past pre-established characters yep. into something else to fit, you know, right. what you want to say, that is what I felt. And as a and
0: then to do that, and and then to like go back on it at the end yeah. because the whole show, they're like, ah, he's not yeah. going to be Captain America because you know because he's black. Yeah. And I mean that's the thesis of the show. But he's still Captain America at the end. Yeah, but he is, mm-hmm. and so that's it's just that's what I didn't understand because the show makes like this is not subtle at all yeah. about. How weird and messed up and like traitorous it is for him mm-hmm. to be Captain America. Well, which, by the way, is a sentiment that that I don't agree with. But then mm-hmm. but then he does it anyways, without any real explanation on his part of I mean, he's got that scene where he's mm-hmm. like lecturing at the senators. I feel like maybe here's the problem. Here's the problem, Daniel. And I'm gonna get into my second thing I was gonna say earlier to yeah, bring sure. it back.
1: I would I would love to like try and re-watch it more closely to like right. figure that to figure that out. Cause I'm sure I'm sure if I rewatched it. I could probably pick up on some of those confusions and probably fo- more fully understand what they're really saying. Here's the problem. I don't want to rewatch it because yeah. on a base level, it's just made poorly. Yes, it is. It's not it, it is not the the action which is like the base level you have to hit. That's what people, you right. know, that's just the base level entertainment. It's not good. Like no. straight up. No, it's not. It's edited bad. The shoot there's just weird camera angles and shots that are just really bizarre. Um and then just even even beyond the action just even basic stuff like, like dialogue the, scenes right. is With just, the it's just a camera that's just like not good. up in the ceiling and so just sideways. like for instance i remember vividly there is a scene in episode 5 where john walker is talking to the family of his friend yes, lamar who yes. was killed <laughs> yes. and and they never give you an establishing shot <laughs> no, of the scene never they immediately cut to a bunch of super close shots of a People's faces, but you don't know who they're looking at, who right. they're talking to, right. where anybody is in the scene, and, and this is listen. Yeah, this I, is I know basic, exactly what scene you're talking about. This is basic stuff. Yeah, it is. And what? It, and listen. And you may think that's nitpicking, but but I could not focus on the what was supposed to be an emotional scene and a character defining scene because I was so distracted thinking. Wait. Who is he talking to? Wait, where are they? Wait, who is he looking at now? He just turned. Who is he looking at? Right. This is stuff that's it's disorienting. Yeah, they, I was disoriented. Yeah. Well, they
0: didn't show you where people were no. in relation to each other in this tiny little room, and it was confusing. It was confusing, and it's little stuff. And they and that's not the only scene. No, they do it's it not. everywhere in the. And show. when they do it in the action scenes, it's even more confusing yeah, even more because confusing. they're not sitting still; they're exactly. running all over the place, and you don't know where anyone is.
1: So those are the two things. Like one. The argument of the show we just disagree with. And granted, there could be some things that we're confused about. But two, I don't want to go back and clear things up because just on a base level, it's just not made well. No, so I don't want to rewatch it. Right, I don't want to engage with with it in that level. You
0: you know, because they couldn't even get basic stuff. No, right, they couldn't. A base like two guys. I remember the scene. He's talking to Battlestar, sitting in like a mall or something. Yeah, and I remember they cut to that scene, and it, it took like. Three shots for me to even figure out, to get like a wide, right shot. where they were and what, like and, what was happening.
1: And listen, we're not, and they were just
0: sitting at a table talking.
1: Listen, we're not millionaire filmmakers, by the way. We haven't no. made a Marvel movie, but like no. at least <laughs> we have made short films right. and things together. And I mean, even even we put in establishing right. shots, right. so that people knew where people were, right. so just you could follow context. a scene. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Now bringing it back, generally. Yeah. So we've <laughs> we, we've we have
0: talked trash. We,
1: we've covered right, everything. So one show that we love, yeah. one show that we hate, two shows that we're
0: lukewarm on. Well, a show and a movie. A show and movie. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think I liked Loki better. than I think than you did. I think you did. Yeah, probably I think I did.
1: Um, generally though. What do you think, how does that, how has that made you feel about just the MCU in general? I will say,
0: here's the statement that hit me as I was watching Black Widow, because in Black Widow, they kind of take something, the whole Budapest thing, killing Dravich, her and Clint, they kind of take that whole thing, which has been established in every single Marvel project with Black Widow in it, and they just undo it so Mm -hmm. they can make a movie about it. Yeah. Which annoys me when people do that. Incredibles 2, did, I haven't even watched the movie. And oh, it, dude. The that's... reason I didn't watch the movie is because I could tell in the trailer the whole Mr. Incredible learning to be a dad arc, which they already did in the first movie. That could be a pod on its own. I know. I the, hate that movie. Right, they just reversed it and made a sequel. Mm-hmm. And I could tell in the trailer. I, was, I still haven't watched that movie. Anyways, they did that in Black Widow. That's not even the worst thing about that movie. There's so much Well, things. I'm sure you're right about yeah. that. It just didn't look very good. Anyways, that aside, point being... Here's here's my sentence based mm-hmm. on that part of Black Widow. It seems to me like every piece of Marvel content that I have seen since Endgame has relied really heavily on undoing something that has been pretty clearly established in phase one. Yeah. Which I kind of have a problem with mm-hmm. because, one, that's really hard to do well, as we have seen. <laughs> yes. And two, because there are some things that are pretty well established in Phase One that I really like mm-hmm. personally. Yeah, I already said what the example was. We Black love Black Widow. Widow. Yeah, yes, she's, we do. She's one of our favorite characters. And that whole Red Room story, now that I've seen the movie, was much better left alone. Mm-hmm. It was much better as this scary, dark mystery. And now that they've turned it into this trophy cartoon. By the way, the inside of that place was lit up as bright as a Walmart. Like, yeah. like the whole thing was just—it just ruined it. Yeah. It just took what I imagined it to be based on what they told us, and yeah. just like did it did everything different. Way, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Wanda Vision—they had uh, you know bringing Vision back, even though Vision was dead. And mm-hmm. I understand they kind of redacted that at the end, but still, the whole show kind of it kind of does revolve around that. Yeah. Now that's an instance where they took something that had been established. That I was fine reversing because Vision's great. And then... And they made those
1: characters retroactively better, too. They did. And then they
0: resolved it Mm -hmm. at the end. Yes. I was okay with it. Uh, Loki, obviously, taking a character we've seen die on screen twice now Mm -hmm. and brought him back. Well,
1: what's cool about Loki, I will say, is that it's a different Loki. It is a different Loki. It does not change anything about the Loki we've seen so far. Which
0: I understand. Yeah.
1: But still. Yeah, I I understand. But also you could say that with Loki specifically they're almost switching to this female Loki and Sylvie which is like
0: um eh. are they switching to her well i mean i hope not i didn't I like hope her not. i'm as just saying, as saying as, uh, like she's a
1: main yeah. character they're putting a lot of emphasis on her and right, we can yeah, all agree she she's even if you like her she's not as good as Loki Loki like no, Tom Hiddleston no Loki. one is ever gonna be no. Tom Hiddleston Loki, like and that's yeah, no insult at all like no you have to no, follow no, up not. the greatest shoes right. to fill in right. that character he, so. he
0: made that role yeah and there's not too many people who could have done it like him mm-hmm. um, and then Falcon and Winter Soldier like we just uh, said everything about that show is they is made contrarian. they made Sam who another one of our favorite characters right because we love Falcon right. like right it made him worse way worse way worse um, they turned Bucky into this like confessional idiot. Yeah. They turned Sharon into a bad into, guy. They turned into a villain. Yeah.
1: Uh, and we don't even need to get into that. No, and we don't. then they also retroactively like smack talked Steve. Yeah. They took a dump on Captain America like the whole time, multiple times. Yeah. Sharon is a villain because of Steve. Right. Which is just. Oh, man. which again is it's something. So which is something when you look at any most of the conflicts in that show is a manipulation. Oh yeah, to like yes to make their make their point, but it doesn't make sense, right? Oh, because what happened
0: to Sharon was not Steve's fault; it was her fault. Yes, she All made right? a choice to go against the government, which, by the way, mm-hmm. she did fully anticipating the consequences yes. and, and was also, willing to do it. She winds up in a in this third world country, yeah, and she's like she's rich, stupid, rich,
1: yeah. She's like a, a duchess or something. Yes, of the underworld. She's
0: so rich. Like why are you complaining? It it could not have turned out better for you. Honestly. Yeah. I mean, you don't live in the states anymore. That's fine, but everyone in that show hates America anyway. And just so. feel like and just <laughs> before we, we'll, I'll
1: say one last thing about Falcon the Soldier and we can move on to the upcoming stuff right. before we end, end out. Right. As an example of what I'm talking about because I feel like some people will listen and think, well what are what is an example? What do you mean by manipulating? Well, firstly, Sharon is an example Yes, where they claim one thing that is just wrong. Right. It's just wrong and it's contradictory yes. to a pre-established character. Yes, it is. Because she made a choice and in a previous movie And said she was willing to accept it. Yes, she did. And then she blamed all of her issues on somebody else. And the show is trying to get you to think that. That is correct. Here's an example, all right? Because the show is obviously dealing with a lot of racist themes, okay? Right. And the show would like to tell you that um, people are discriminating against Sam in the show. Right. And one of the ways they manipulate you into thinking this is that they have... Tons of characters constantly call him the Black Falcon. Oh, yeah. As if that has always been a thing. Right. And so when he becomes Captain America, they can have that moment where, no, he's we're not calling him Black Falcon anymore. We're calling him Captain America. Here's my issue with that. It never happened. Ne- that has never not been a thing. ever. No one has ever called him Black Falcon before this. This is something mm. that they tried to take and manipulate you into thinking, see, look, he's being discriminated against because yeah, ex- we're calling you're him the exactly Black Falcon. Right. But that has never been a thing. No. Never. Nobody, no, it listen, hasn't. none of the Avengers have called him that. Nope. None of the, any of the regular people or citizens when talking about him in the previous movies have ever called him that. Nope. It is a manipulation, and it's a contradiction yeah, in order to manipulate events to confine to their argument that they're trying right. to write.
0: Yes, which is just, yeah,
1: you're right. And it's sloppy. And it, it, is and it makes me sloppy. angry because I right. love... I love Sam. Me too. From I'm the moment alone. I saw him in Winter Soldier, who's one of my favorites. He is a great, he great is.
0: character. And on his own, too. Not just yeah. because no, he's No, no. I know the way that he steps up. Yeah. I mean, he's a for, great for two people he barely knows mm-hmm. is awesome yeah. in its own right. And so
1: that's just an example, two examples there, of how the show will like, manipulate you. Right because the whole show is based around this theme, but they manipulate things in order to get you on a side. Yes, and I just felt like the whole time I was watching it, I just felt like was I the only one who was seeing that uh, I mean no. I know you were <laughs> yeah, but like it just kind of blew my mind that right. they would that they would manipulate and contradict things that were pre-established right. for their you know for their their agenda basically yeah and that's just that's what bugs me because the themes in that show could could make a really great Marvel show yeah it could. They just took things that were pre-established and like broke them and yes, wanted to do they it, did. and that's what makes me more angry about that show. I don't blame you.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that behind us. That's our discussion mm-hmm. of things that have been released thus far. So moving yeah. ahead, we two things. There's in, a lot of in the immediate stuff. future. Three yeah. things that I can think of: The Eternals, um, Shang Chi, Shang Chi, and uh, Spider Man. Spider Man. Yep. And then there's some shows. Um. There's Hawkeye, Hawkeye, uh, Miss Marvel,
1: Miss Marvel, and I think there's another one, but I can't remember what it is. Hmm. There's a there's
0: a lot. So, Ethan, um, here's here's a completely hypothetical question. Yeah. Do you think if if the Marvel Cinematic Universe is destined to uh, just kind of decline, do you think it's going to happen in the TV series or the movies? Um. Well, one, it's kind of
1: hard to say because. I mean, I guess you can measure that from box office engagement, but that's just that number's kind of weird right now because yeah. of pandemic and theaters being shut down. Right. I don't I don't know. Yeah. I think that th- I think it is inevitable that it will decline, but I think there's
0: going to be a lag. Like I would guess uh if I had to guess, I think it's going to be a, in a couple years. I and I would say TV series. You think so? I do. I think they're going to oversaturate it. Yeah,
1: like already I we just listed like 7 things that we've seen already and we have a couple months left in the year and there's like eight more things
0: coming out. Yeah, I mean next what? Shang-Chi comes out next, next Friday. Friday. Yep. Spider-Man comes out in December. December. Uh, Hawkeye comes out in November. Eternals Eternals and Hawkeye come, out, come November. out in November. Yeah. So just in a season basically everything we see on this pod is going to be doubled. Yeah. Which it's is all, crazy. It and is now crazy. take that and they're going to do the same thing next year.
1: And Man. here's what I think um I think it's going to be a little bit, but I think it is inevitable, even if it's good, that it will decline because yeah. there's, so there's so much of it. There's so much of it. Of it. And m- it's hard for the casual viewer to keep up yes, with all the is. shows. Because now what Loki has proven is you have to watch all of the shows to understand all of the movies and vice versa. Very true. And that model is not sustainable.
0: No, it's not. People are going to move on. Yeah. Okay. So, um, thing coming up that you are most excited for.
1: Okay. So, the two things that I'm looking year. forward to. Yes, this year. All right, because you know I was going to say Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Yes, I did. Um, <laughs> um, okay, so I'm really interested. I don't know if I'm excited for it, but I'm really interested in The Eternals. Okay. Because it looks very unique. It's gotcha. got this really grand sci-fi kind of epic look cool. to it. And the way Kevin Feige talks about it, you know, okay. he thinks it's one of the best movies they've made. Wow. Um, But recently... They have just premiered Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, and that has done really and really well. Everybody is going crazy over yeah. it. They're saying it's one of the best martial arts movies they've seen. Period, which is pretty cool. Which is insane. And so I am now really excited for that. You're but I also, for those but I just two. I love ninjas and samurais and yeah. martial arts. And I know me too. all that stuff. So those two gotcha I think, are the biggest things I'm excited
0: about. I think I am most excited. Ah. <sighs> I, I hate to say it, but, like, Spider-Man's my favorite, man. Mm-hmm. He's always been my favorite, and the the Homecoming was just okay. I thought Far From Home was really good, so I'm hoping this one will just knock it out of the park. Yeah. Uh, I hope the whole Sinister Six multiverse thing really, really sells, and if it does, it's got the potential to be the best Spider-Man movie ever it made. It does, yeah. So,
1: it also well, could be terrible. Especially if, if they bring in other spider Man and tie all three
0: Spider-Man <laughs> versions together, it could man. be the thing that puts the ball on, on all, all on the Spider-Man all movies, you know? So, so I have to say I'm pretty excited to to see that one. All right, no. thing you are least excited about? Man, um, honestly, there's a, there's just a lot of stuff
1: that they've announced that I'm just kind of like, eh. hit me with it. Um, I mean, I'm not really excited about Miss Marvel,
0: but I don't really know anything about her. So uh, I've played the game a little. Yeah. She's uh, in the game. She's uh, kind of lame. Yeah, I'm not. I'm honestly not excited for most like of the shows. Yeah, me neither. I will tell you, I can say off the top of my head, I, this isn't going to happen this no. year. But if they go through with uh, Natalie Portman becoming Thor, mm. uh, that's the thing I'm least excited about. You know, probably maybe the thing
1: I'm least excited about, and this does hurt me because I love the first Black Panther. I'm just not sure how Black Panther two is going to up, know. which is not their fault. No, it's not. It's, that's that's a tragedy. It that is nobody a really, really sad
0: situation, um, and Man. I just don't know how that's going to affect Hollywood. That movie. Lost a legend in Chadwick Boseman. Mm-hmm. He was so good.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh, oh! I'll tell you what I'm least excited for: Captain Marvel Two. Oh yeah, because it's going to be a mix between. Gross. To be a mix between our least favorite character in WandaVision, Miss Marvel and Captain Marvel, and they're Wait, all teaming who's up. Who's our
0: least favorite character? In um,
1: the 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 scientist chick. Oh no, right, I don't even remember her name. Ooh,
0: randomly gets superpowers. Yeah. Oh, the the
1: the the girl, the little girl who was in the first Captain Marvel, who grew up to be the scientist. Oh in yes, 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 yes. And now she got powers. That's right. And she's going to team up with Miss Marvel and Captain Marvel for Captain Marvel Two, which is called the Marvels. Not excited about that. <laughs> like, not not really excited about that.
0: Oh, I know it's not man. this year. I know it's not this year. It's I think it's next year, but eh. You know, yeah Yeah. Maybe Disney will pull something out of their butts and make you know female yeah. characters with like more than one dimension. Maybe we have yet to see. I Kate Bishop is gonna is gonna file I, into. I hope that show is good. Me too, but I'm not. Haley Steinfeld to it. is awesome. She is. She's He's the reason awesome. I'm excited for that show. Me too,
1: but not. I don't know, not the show itself. Yeah. So, okay, so we've been talking for 35 minutes. This is our longest pod by far. That's true. Let's so just um let's wrap, let's wrap it up here. and bring it home. Um, right. Let's just say one last thing to summarize Okey-doke. how I feel about the MCU. And firstly, I just want to preface this by saying, I mean, it sounds like we've been taking a dump on Marvel. I am not... I don't know I don't, that it's... I mean, I parts of it, yeah, yeah, but we've been pretty laudatory. of. We're uh, not uh, Marvel haters. No, There's a lot not. of that out there these days, but like, I mean... We're pretty big fans. Yeah, Otherwise, we, we wouldn't are. be talking for 35 minutes. That's in right. A pod about this. That's right. Um, but and here's the sad thing: um, ever since Endgame, I have been watching. Not that I don't like Marvel stuff, but I have been watching them out of obligation. Yeah. I have not <laughs> been actively. I have not been actively excited about right. something. Right. I have been. I am interested in Shang Chi. Yeah. And I bet I'm going to love it based on how people are talking about yeah. it. I'm interested in The Eternals, and I will probably really like it. But the only thing I'm excited for, like, that I'm waiting with anticipation for, is Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Right. But that's kind of, like, disconnected. It's yeah. like the Guardians are, like, their own thing. Yeah, they are. And so, to summarize, I will watch all of the upcoming Marvel stuff, because I love the first 23 movies. But I am not excited for it anymore. No. And the decline with the general audience is going to be slower, but there is already a decline in my interest. Well, mine too. You know that. Yeah, I do, and that's not because they're bad. Right. I mean, some of the stuff are. I think it's just because I've started to move on. Right. I mean, you know, our era of Marvel it's met over. its
0: conclusive end. Yeah. After with, I with was, In-game.
1: and I was satisfied with me that. too. I was like, honest, and, I, and it says like, well, I don't like it anymore. That's not. I used to like right. it, but I don't. That's not true. Right. Um, Iron Man Endgame, we will always have that. And it will always yeah. be awesome. And yep. it will always be one of my favorite things ever. Yeah, me too. Moving on, Man. there's Guardians of the Galaxy Three. Right. And I'll watch
0: everything else because of those first twenty-three movies. I think here here after that's Endgame, okay I think I am as invested in the conclusion of Spider-Man's story. Yeah. I'm invested in that. Yep. But it's it's really only because he's 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 attached to phase one, like mm-hmm. directly. So
1: that's how I feel about the Guardians. Yeah. So basically, unless Marvel does something to like really pull like me back in on everything. I mean, I yeah. think th- I think that's just how I'm going to be with right. Marvel, and honestly, Which like is fair. I think that's okay. Yeah, it, yeah, it is. Okay. Like I think we got our story and it's ended. They're and moving you know, on to a new era, right. and we're just moving right. on.
0: And we're not growing up with these movies. No, I mean, you know, like we grew up with the other ones, and yeah. we're not growing up with these ones. Exactly, so it's, not, it's, it's just different. It is different. It's yeah. not the same. Uh, and the entertainment culture is not the same. There's it's a not. lot, a lot more politics in Hollywood than there were it's true. when I was a kid. Listen, I'm going to be there on opening night
1: of Shang-Chi and yeah. The Eternals right. and Spider-Man. And prob- of course, Guardians 3. <laughs> yeah, I'll
0: probably be with you for you shang know, Shang-Chi. And yeah, exactly. I'd but,
1: like, like, you know, it's just, it's not, I just don't think it's our franchise anymore. No, it's And, not. like, that's okay. It's moving it on to okay. a new era. Right, that's how it works. Yeah, and that's just how it is. And it'll keep going and I'm willing to bet I would bet money the casual audience is going to get to that point which is going to be a little longer and the reason I think that is is I think oversaturation is a big deal Yeah, because I'll tell you something the biggest problem I have is that I'm getting tired of having so much to watch all the time. It's
0: going to happen with Star Wars too. It's happening already with Star Wars. Yeah. But the
1: cool thing with Star Wars is, unlike Marvel, you can pick and choose what you want to watch. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, with Marvel, they've designed it so you have to watch everything, Everything. and that's
0: why it's more tiring than Star Wars. You are right. You have to burn a lot of calories to keep caught up with Marvel stuff. Yeah.
1: See, the cool thing is, like, because I've been reading the Star Wars books, you can pick and choose what Star Wars books you want. You can pick and choose which shows you want to watch. Right. Which part of Star Wars you want to engage with. True. So it's like it's less of a commitment. Marvel is. is telling you you need to commit to everything. Yeah. All the time. Right.
0: Or or you won't know what the heck is going on. Yeah. Yeah. There are true. there are a
1: bunch of people who haven't seen Loki and they're gonna be totally lost they in these are next going like, three to movies. Totally they're gonna lost. watch Doctor Strange Two and and um they're just gonna be like, what on they're earth gonna is gonna going on? They're gonna have yeah. no idea. You know? And and I think people are just there's just so much of it. People are just naturally gonna get tired. That's that's what happened with the Westerns. Yep. It's gonna happen with superhero movies. Yep. And that's like okay, we'll move yes. on to
0: another genre, yes, another we thing, will, and like it's gonna be awesome. And we'll always have phase one.
1: Yeah, dude. Well you, yeah, phase one, two, three. One, that's two, how three. they structure it, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. So we will always have Iron, the Infinity uh, Saga. Iron Man in yeah, that's yeah. right. Which is awesome. Pretty cool. And it'll always be special.
0: Pretty cool. So. All right, well, that's our... Uh, deep dive? Uh, that's right. Our deep dive into the current state of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um... Season two, and we still don't have an outro. I know, right? Well, no, I have to... We're, oh, have that's to right, that's right. Okay, yeah. yes, yes. So we did a... Yes, that's right. Back Ethan to has, Back to our regular schedule. Right, back program. to our regularly scheduled program. Ethan's going to sign me a thing, and I have to come up with a hot take yes. about it. We did a coin toss, which mm-hmm. I lost. So, <laughs> Ethan. Fine. Okay, so, Daniel,
1: um, over the summer, I, I had seen... There's this franchise that I recently went on a journey and saw. Um I had seen the first movie of this We're franchise.
0: Yeah, when I,
1: it was it's a journey, dude. Let <laughs> oh, me tell you because you're about to go on the same one, oh, all right? Boy. <laughs> I had seen the first one and really liked it, but did not see the other movies. And then recently over the summer, I subscribed to HBO Max, and lo and behold, the entire Saw franchise is there. Saw. Saw. Okay. All right, so listen. Oh dear. There are seven movies in the Saw franchise, but listen, they're all really short. They're like an hour and 20 minutes to an hour and a half. Like, you can, like, you're gonna finish Uh, it really quickly, okay?
0: Seven movies? Yes.
1: Well, that, and I'm not even counting the spinoffs they made because they've made Jigsaw and then Spiral, but I'm not counting those. You don't have
0: to watch those. Okay. Just the main seven.
1: From the year like 2003 to (laughs) 2010, they made a Saw movie every year. Oh my goodness. Okay. And let me tell you something, it is a journey. And I'm not gonna tell you what I think about all of them or the series as a whole. I just wanna, I
0: want you to watch all of them. You want me to watch all seven all movies? All seven. And what, I mean, like, and then, I we're guess gonna as soon as we can. Yeah. All right.
1: Listen, they're pretty short.
0: Challenge, except, well, let's yeah. listen, let's watch the first and one. It's, and it's different
1: than anything we've ever seen or watched before. Okay. So, all right. Like, and listen, it's, you're not ready for, for these movies. Oh, they're man. wild, bro. They're, mm-hmm, they're special. <laughs> All right, seven movies. Seven movies, Get yeah. grief. Hey, man, there's nine in Star Wars. Plus two. Yeah, well, panels, yeah, so. but
0: I watched those over the
1: course of, you know, mm-hmm. a decade. I know. It's going to be fun, I promise. Okay. You're going to have a fun time. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. And then you can assign something easier or equally as hard next time in revenge. I'm sure I will. <laughs> yeah.